What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rest 808. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Trent. And it's just the two of us today. We're doing the Sebastian thing. got fucked. Sebastian <laughs> got fucked. Quick PSA, alright, because of the situation you told us. If you're an asshole who has a group of people that uh, wants to go to a restaurant, like, about ten minutes before they close, you're the worst fucking person ever. And... 100%. You just need to like be known about that because fuck you. Like the fact that people are actually like that ignorant about the people who work in the food industry is just mind blowing to me. So fuck you to those kind of people. But nevertheless, I digress. Also, really quick, another PSA. Oh yeah. All three of us have worked in the food business, so yeah. we understand. We we oh yeah, we understand the most. Like mm-hmm. it's it's complete bullshit like i've i've had a couple scenarios like that where it's just even two people who stayed like way later way dude like it was actually like half hour and we already cleaned up because they were outside on the patio and it was yeah they they were reading the dictionary i'm not even fucking kidding i'm not even kidding they were reading a dictionary i'm like yeah a- here's a here's a word for you get the fuck out <laughs> yeah we had a rule at chick-fil-a that was um you you cannot kick anybody out until it's an hour after close. An hour? Mm-hmm. No. Because it, t- it takes an hour to close, so usually by that time, we're like, everybody's leaving. You have to fucking go. That, okay, okay. I see what you mean. Now, if it does take an hour to close, then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Usually for me, like, it would have been, like, half an hour, but, like, I Chick-fil-A's bigger. I mean, I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. But but anyway, we digress. We got the new tunes for the people like you, so let's actually jump into it now. First off, with Sullivan King's Loud album. Uh, let's just start off, Trent. Yeah, this one was um, this was interesting. Not the first one I listened to this week. The first one I listened to this week, we'll get to. That. <laughs> um, however, I've never heard of Sullivan King, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, there were some things in it that I was surprised about, you know, I didn't, again, I, I had no idea what I was going to get into, you know, at the start of it. I will say one thing though, for me personally, it was too short. I honestly would have liked, you know, at least two more songs, maybe. And I would have been perfectly okay with it. Um, but yeah, it's a music corner seven for me. Not really much to talk about with it other than it was pretty good. I'll probably come back to it at some point. You know, I'll come back to their uh, some other stuff from them as well because I know they put out what another album this year, I think earlier. Yeah, it was an EP. Um, an EP, okay. Um, so I'll probably listen to that like in the next few days here, uh, and then yeah, I Music Core Seven. It was pretty good, so. Boom, boom, pow. There you go. Yeah, so Sullivan King, I actually listened to. I was recommended that a while back. Uh this year at least uh for his debut album and that album showed it way more uh a lot of dubstep infused with metal like this one has its moments for sure but like that album the debut definitely has a lot more of those like dubstepy breakdown kind of things as i like to call it just a lot of crazy hecticness with that and i like that about his music uh i thought that one was a bit too long ironically uh just because like you can only do that for so long in my opinion uh whereas with this one loud it's almost devoid of a dubstep i mean don't get me wrong there is the song the title track loud with uh jason allen from fever 333 uh amazing vocalist just gotta throw that out there already i loved him better and let live but he's pretty sick in fever 333 uh that song was awesome and it did have that uh dubstepy part to it too that i 
I liked, and it was like a nice little callback to his older stuff. But beyond that, it was just kind of a typical, you know, metal hard rock mix album, you know, alt metal, I guess you could call it. Uh, I did like the songs one and yeah, I bet the most after the title track. But after that, I was just listening, you know, I was just kind of like listening to it and just going with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's also some other good features on here. Like, um, it was, uh, Aaron Galepsi from, uh, Under Oath and you got Spencer from Ice Nine Kills. Uh, there's some no names. There's some no names on this album, but, um, it overall just was an average for me as well. I also gave it a Music Corner 7. Um, I would have liked to have seen him, you know, continue to progress with that dubstep style much more than what was on this album, but, I mean, it is what it is. He's still young in his career. He's still starting out. He's got a long way to go, and I think he can still uh, pull off something with that style because it's very unique, I'd say. It's very unique, at least to me. I really like what I hear from it. So we will see. How old is he? I want to say mid to late 20s. He's got time. He's got time. Yeah, he's got time. You know, still figuring out your song, you know? Exactly. That's okay. And, yeah. I, I will, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and listen to that other album the dubstep one. The yeah, it's good. One. It's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all right. Moving along here, we got a new album here that came out just today. The world is a beautiful place, and I am no longer afraid to die. And their album, Illusory Walls, Illusory Walls, Illusory Walls. That's huh? so- Something like that. Um, so yeah, beautiful world is a beautiful place. Uh, very long band name. Yes, that is the band name. Uh, the the whole not the longest, thing. not the longest, but that is the band name. <laughs> Trent could tell you the longest, but um. Oh yeah. Uh, But yeah, this one, I was going in there with low expectations solely because their last album was not impressed with. In fact, I don't remember anything from it other than the fact that I know I didn't like it. I think I gave it like, I don't know, like a five at the time, maybe even a five and a half. The highest would have been a six, but that would have been generous for the time. Um, But no, this is their uh, first album back in a few years. I think it's like yeah, four years. Always Foreign was the last album. And like I said, went in here with low expectations, but I was actually fairly pleased with the outcome of this uh, of this album. It is still on the lines of their whole indie rock, emo, post-hardcore-y kind of thing. Post-hardcore with them mostly comes from the instrumentals, though, I would have to say. Um, where, like, it'll just sound like it's going to be, like, a heavier part, but then the keyboardist kind of, like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, just, like, changes up the mood, I guess you could say, uh, from it to be, like, kind of, like, an angsty kind of feeling to just this whole, like, somber feeling then, along with the uh, vocalists on here, both the male and female vocalists that do a very good job of really setting the mood for this entire album. Um, there were at times where I really wasn't even digging the male vocalists at times. I don't know their names at the top of my head, by the way, but male and female here will that's the best way to put it uh he had some parts that were just a little bit too whiny for me which isn't anything that were that's like you know never heard of within the band or genre even but you know it's just a preference for me but for the most part i did really dig uh what he had to put on the table as well as the female vocalist she killed it on every single track that she was part of 
honestly. Uh, some songs I saved here. These uh, Keep in mind, too, this is one of those uh, long song titled n- titles in the album thing, like Died in the Prison of the Holy Office. Uh, we saw Birds Through the Hole in the... And it cuts off because Spotify. Um, Queen Sophie for President. Trouble was another good one. Uh, it's a good album. It's a good album. I will say that the last song, I know we talked about this uh, before the podcast, Trent, but it was a bit long. It's a bit too long, you know, and I, yeah, there's, that's just kind of it. Like, it starts off slow, you know, the middle's fine. I did like the ending of the song, though, the fact that, like, they were kind of, like, mentioning their name, you know, saying the world is a beautiful place, you know. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, because I don't recall ever hearing that from the band, although it's been a minute since I've listened to them, so you know, going off that, but overall, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10, uh, not their best album, but definitely a big step up from their last one, for sure, so, yeah, that's it for me, what you got, Trent? Alright, so, never listened to them before, never heard of them, um, but, it was really cool to hear what they had to give, when Nate texted me, He's like, hey, these are the albums for the week. I was like, what the fuck is that band? <laughs> um, speaking of long band names, actually, really quick before we get into it, I do want to say I apologize uh, for an earlier episode where we talked about, I have to bring it up really quick, the Volvania album, or Volvania, whatever you want to call them. Oh, Volvania. Um, okay, okay. Yes. Because... I thought they were a different band. I forgot that it is actually the band Acidic Vaginal Liquid Explosion. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. <laughs> um, but they like kind of like rebranded themselves and wanted to be, you know, could be, do a different style. I think they have like uh, some different people on it as well, but they kind of like rebranded themselves as them. Um, so is that what you said? That I didn't say it during the thing in the episode. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I, I texted you guys, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot. That's um, right, that's right. Yeah, but I wanted to say the next episode I was on, which is this one, so... Yeah. Got you. So yeah, I wanted to put that out there. Um, so if anybody called me out when I said, yeah, I listen, you know, I listened to them, I heard the name a while ago. I did hear the name a while ago when they originally announced it, but it was just... I thought it was a different band. So... <clears throat> pardon... Uh, my asinineness there. Uh, however, um, getting into this album with a, uh, a long band name, um, I did give it a six and a half out of ten. Mostly because was it a little bit long? Yes, it was. Um, and sometimes I don't mind that. I mean, it's an hour and ten minutes. I would not have minded if you broke the last two songs up into four songs and I'm going to bring out a band that we all know and love here, uh, Tool Th- what they did with Wings for Marie part one and then Wings part two you had about, you had 17 minutes and like almost 18 minutes 17 minutes, 45 seconds or whatever it is um, they broke it up into two songs but both those songs are changed you know Wings Wings Part 1 is slower. Wings Part 2 is a little bit heavier. You know, it's it's cool. If they would have done that and just split those two songs up into four songs, 
you know, I would have been okay with that. You know, change it up a little bit. But when you have, like, two songs that are literally just, like, fucking nothingness, you know, especially the last song, Fewer Afraid, it was literally just, like, droning noise. That was all, that's that's all it was. I'm like, you have 19, 19 minutes, 44 seconds at the end of your album. It was literally just nothing. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. You know? But... Yeah, everything else on the album, I didn't mind. The whoever the female vocalist was, I'm gonna agree with it. She did a fucking a phenomenal job. That was probably my favorite part of the album, was just her, honestly, because she was she was amazing, and she's pretty much like literally all all that I thought about was like, wow, she's really good. Her vocals are so good. And that was that was my you know original thoughts on the album, was just her. So, um, yeah. The instrumentals weren't too bad. I would like to move more if you didn't have two songs at the end that were fucking very long and literally just nothing. So, all right, that's how you get the rating already. I was waiting for the rating, but like, wait, no, you said six. And ah, a half. Yeah, six and a half out of ten. Awesome, good shit. All right, well, moving along, we got a new album here from Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine. Is for lovers. Go ahead, Trent. This one, Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine. It was actually this one was pretty good. This is the last album I listened to this week. Um, it is a music corner seven for me. Uh, some of it I don't really remember uh, because at the time I was listening to it, I was really I was dealing with something that would just like took most of my focus, and I didn't get the time to listen to it again. Um, but what I do remember, it was pretty good. Uh, it's enough for a music corner seven. So yeah, not much to say about it. I will go back to it and listen to it because I feel really bad. However, I still think that they did a great job um, with everything on it. And I will probably have, I'll probably in another episode be like, yeah, I'm going to go back to this album as like kind of like my quote recommendation and like give like an actual like thing for it because I, I feel bad because I do remember like there were parts where I was like, wow, this is really good, but I can't fucking remember them. So I get that. Gotcha. There you go. Yeah, this album I was surprised that I liked solely because this is almost, this borders that line of the tolerable garage rock style of music that I can tolerate, you know? Because I do, this, this is almost it, you know? Like, if the vocal style was like worse than what it was on here then i i would have automatically been like fuck you four out of ten <laughs> but um no the thing is with this band and i've heard of this band before uh is that like they infuse like this like dance punk style within their music you know and that's really apparent with the uh electronic elements from the synthesizer you know it's it's really cool it's really good and it works for them you know like I think the first half of the album is easily the best of the album. The second half, there's a couple that I can pick out, such as uh, Glass Homes and No War. Um, Everything else, I mean, it was fine to listen to, but it's nothing worth saving. Uh, But I thought it was good. I thought it sounded great. I thought it's a little bit different, especially for me personally. And, yeah, I really appreciated it. Other songs I liked, uh, Modern Guy, One Plus One, Free Animal, and NYC Power Elite Part One. Uh, yeah, with that, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. And I'm going to listen to their debut album, because I've heard that the debut album is, like, one of their 
biggest like releases in general because I guess they released that album and then they went on like a 10 year hiatus <laughs> until they put out another album I'm like Jesus Christ the gap but I mean hey you know shit happens I get it but yeah there you go first half down another half to go before we get there though let's have a word from our sponsor and we're back alright let's jump into it now with a new album here from Trash Boat don't you feel amazing Yes, I do, especially after listening to this one, because this one was my favorite of the week easily. Um, so Trash Boat is formerly, uh, as far as I know, uh, a pop-punk band. I've actually listened to a couple of their albums before this one, and it is definitely more on the pop-punk spectrum. Uh, but as I was telling Trent earlier, it kind of leans more towards the punk side of that rather than the poppier stuff, because they have music that could even qualify as hardcore music, I'd say, you know? Uh, nothing, like, crazy with the vocals, but it's, like, more so on the instrumental sides, where, like, it's, like, fast and hard and just, like, very energetic, you know? And it's awesome. This one, I was not expecting them to switch up the sound, although I felt like it was coming when I heard the title track, because... Uh, with the knowledge I had with this band prior to, I knew for a fact that this song did not at all sound like any of their other stuff, but it was good. In fact, I would say it has kind of like this whole industrial, alternative metal, new metal kind of sound to it, you know? It seems like it was kind of influenced a little by like Manson and like Rob Zombie, stuff like that, you know? And within this album it's a very alternative metal spectrum kind of thing with it alternative metal and alternative rock because you know vocally it's not heavy it's pretty consistent you know maybe like a screams here and there but nothing like in your face like you know like it's nothing that crazy uh but it's it's still good uh silence is golden bad entertainment are another good ones he's so good is probably one of the only pop punk songs on this whole album uh synthetic sympathy might also be one but i remember that was actually released back in 2019 which is why i recognized it immediately when it came on i'm like this sounds awfully familiar and i they just put this on the album after uh two years of it being a single um, there was a song on here that I don't remember the name of it, but I think it was like an acoustic one that I was just kind of like, eh, about. It might have been All I Can Never Be. That might have been the, the name of it. Um, and like I said, it's not like a bad song. It's just it's just okay. It's, it doesn't really fit for me, but it adds to the alternativeness of this album, so... There you go. But yeah, overall, it's just, it's really cool. It's something I want to listen to again more and more and just like, you know, continue to get addicted to it because it's kind of got like, you know, some of my favorite styles of music, you know, wrapped up into this one mixed album in terms of genres. Uh, so yeah, with that, I gave it an 8 out of 10. And like I said, this one was my favorite of the week. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Trent. So, um... This was also my favorite of the week. Um, I have never heard of Trash Boat. Nate and I actually talked about Trash Boat before this because I was like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, however, the song, Spotify would love, uh, the song He's So Good, at first I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> It was very out there, I guess you could say. Um, but it fit. It was 
I thought it was really good. Um, overall, the album, I being a favorite of the week, fucking great. Uh, my two favorite songs are "He's So Good," "Idios." It's I didn't know what to expect going in. Uh, not knowing who they were, the album cover though, fucking nutty. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, I think the album was pretty much a perfect length. Um, the the vocals really didn't. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. Some parts I was like, eh. You know, here or there. Um, but yeah, I think... Oh, was it this one or was it a different one? Oh, Bad Entertainment as well. That was another song. Who I, I don't know whoever Milky Way is, but... Yeah, that was a cool feature. I forgot about that. Really one. cool feature. Uh, and even the Alpha Omega with the Kamiyata, uh, also mm-hmm. really good. Um, I would highly recommend this album. doesn't matter what... Um, what kind of style you're into it really is just that cool and that good it, it, so. it's got everything for you too you know hmm? it's got like everything for you too a little bit of pop punk a little bit of alt you know stuff like oh that. yeah oh yeah 100 percent. oh what rating would you give it though eh, nine out of ten for me look at that, that it was good was makes it hey it's our favorites of the weeks. It's got to be good. Uh, yeah, and if also the name sounds a little familiar to you, it's probably because uh, the name most likely, I believe, derives from the uh, regular show episode where uh, Rigby gets a uh, trash boat tattooed on him and everything. So, yeah, it's a regular show reference. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, anyway, another album here from uh, Lord Huron, Long Lost. Go ahead, Trent. This album is very long lost and very long. Um God damn, man. It's... I don't know what it is about albums that just fucking drone on and on this week. Because that last song, holy fuck. I know. Literally was nothing. Um, it just doesn't fucking make sense to me, man. Like, do something with it. You have 15 fucking minutes to do something and you just don't do shit. Like... Come on. But... The first half of the album, I say, it was actually really good. Um, I actually didn't mind it. I liked the little, you know, interludes. Those are really cool. Uh, and I, I, I do wish more people would do those. You know, like, and you know, I'm not talking about like rap songs where they, you know, have like a little bit. They're like in um, Power by Kanye West, where they use 21st Century Schizoid Man by King Crimson. Like that's cool, but like, as like its own song. Like on the album, just like having that little interlude is really cool because it adds another another piece to the album. So that is what made the album for me. Um, everything else in the album though, kind of didn't hit right. Um, the the style got really old and really kind of plain and boring after a while, and that's why I said the first half was good because I really I thoroughly enjoyed the first half of the album. And then I'm like, okay, you have the same thing going into the second album. Like we got to mix it up a little bit here. But unfortunately, it really wasn't mixed up, so it just kind of fell off towards the end. Um, I did give it um, a six and a half out of ten because the th- the things I really did like outweigh the things that I didn't like. So um, I will say though, his is is he? It's a he's an acoustic. I'm assuming yes. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, is is he a full acoustic artist or does he have like other stuff that's like kind of? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like indie rock folk, you know, indie okay. folk. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, he does have some some pretty some pretty good guitar skills. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the uh, on the acoustic side of things, so give him cut it there. For sure. Yeah, this one, same boat. I just it it droned on quite a bit a lot in the middle and the end for sure obviously times blur okay here's my like my literal thing uh when i finished what do what do it mean uh the ending of that song was like the perfect ending to the album you know it was like the whole uh, sample or it's like thank you good night you know all that kind of thing from whoever the speaker was and then times blur i feel like there's a reason why times blur is on there similar to just like you know a whole like uh, it's uh, time is just like a continuous thing that like never ends, and we're living at one step. It's blurring, bro. Whoa! Like it's I'm... like something probably like deep like that, you know? And cool. I just, I mean, for us here, the execution is just not. I worth don't it. fucking care. <laughs> right, right. I mean, if you're gonna like do that, then I don't do it for that long. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, it's 14 minutes of nothing. I literally like, skipped around the track. I'm like, all right, is there anything at all? Because if there's nothing, I'm skipping the track. It's it's nothing. There's nothing there. But um, the, I will, the compliments I will give this album, though. Uh, earlier on, like in songs like Mine Forever and I believe uh, it's either Love Me Like You Used To or Meet Me In The City, maybe even both, um, the, I, everything about them was awesome, especially Mind Forever. Like, I loved that one. I loved the instrumentals especially. Uh, the guitar had a very Pulp Fiction feel to it to me. Um, I'm a real sucker for that soundtrack, you know, and, like, just to hear something that's, like, similar to that that isn't from the movie, you know, that isn't an actual song or, like, a cover of the song, that's pretty cool. You know, I, I just, I love it. There's something about it that's just very, like, very very comfortable to me very comfy to hear that kind of sound to it um that's just for me personally uh and the interludes yeah they were fine it's somewhere just they were just pretty quick so they weren't like dragging on and on forever uh unlike the last track um but yeah it's just it's an album that exists that goes on a little bit too long at times but it's not the worst thing i've ever heard in my entire life and with that, I gave it a 6 out of 10. This is the lowest of the week, though, so the fact that it's only a 6, I mean, that's it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It tells you kind of yeah. kind of the week we've had. So Overall, it was a pretty solid week. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad at all. It was very average, I'd say. A little above average. A little above average. Yeah. It was nothing like last week. <laughs> right, right, right. But, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? We Weeks vary. Weeks vary. True. But now, the final album of the day, uh, we have the new Trivium album that came out today, In the Court of the Dragon. And I will let you start this one off too, Trent. So, Trivium. They came out with a banger last year. It was uh, a solid album. It was. Fucking amazing album. This album, I feel, did not really live up to that. Um, But... There were some fucking solid things I have to say about this album. So, uh, like I said last year, the first real Trivium album that I listened to was that one, was what the Dead Men Say. Uh, and when I saw the the art for this one um, in a post by Matt Heafy, I think, um, or something like that, I saw it somewhere, 
and I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. Like, this is gonna be a dope album. And just because the cover was the fucking that album is so cool. Honestly, I'm I'm real quick. I might just buy it on vinyl just for the fucking cover. So right. Um. However, um. I don't know what it was. Just really, it just really like didn't sound and like be how I wanted it to be. You know, it was it was it was kind of weird. Um, I can't really I can't really explain it. But like I, I mean, it's trivium. It's it's heavier. So, you know, somebody's bound to like it. Um, but yeah, I just I can't really explain why I didn't like it. But what I did love about it was number one, the fucking bass was nasty on this, one hundred percent. I can't remember what song it is, but the bass was so fucking prominent and like just overpowered everything. I was like, oh fuck yeah! You know, I'm sitting at the fucking office, like God, I'm bopping my head. I'm like, shit, let's go! And everyone's <laughs> like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> um, but no, I I absolutely loved that part of it. Um, the vocals as well. I think the vocal delivery, um, for Trivium of what I've heard, uh, up until this point from everything they have done has been solid 100%. Um, the, I have no problem whatsoever with the vocals and I haven't had a problem with anything that I've heard. Um, and this is another, you know, great job that they do. Um, all the instrumentals as a whole, the guitar work I think is really solid. You know, you got some cool licks here and there. The drum work, it's metal. It's going to be a little, bit, you know, faster pace. A little, little bum 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 here and there. Um, it's really nice to hear that, uh, and I think as well. I don't know who the drummer is. I can't remember his name, but he does a fucking phenomenal job. Um, yeah, it is a solid eight and a half for me. Um, it again, it didn't really live up to what the men say. But it's it's a little bit different, you know. It's it's a different time for them, you know. It happens, <laughs> but nonetheless, it was still a solid album. Um, yeah, there Good you go. Shit. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, it wasn't a bad album for me. This one was just this was one of those albums where like I just put it on and there wasn't really anything that was like really good to the point I wanted to save it to my playlist but there also wasn't anything that was like this sucks you know it was like perfectly right in the middle this was a very perfectly average album and I don't mean that in a negative way I don't mean that in a very positive way it's just it's average it's right in the middle for me um there were moments where I (laughs) I actually thought Corey Taylor was on this album a few times. The first time I really noticed it was the sixth track, the the Shadow of the Abator, I think is how you say that. Uh, the chorus, it literally sounded like Corey Taylor. I was like, wait, is he actually... I was like, oh, that's cool, they got him on here, but then when I looked at, like, you know, the, the, the actual song thing, I'm like, well, it doesn't say he's featured, and then when I look into it on, like, you know, Wikipedia or whatever, it's, yeah, it doesn't even say there's any features on this album, except for, like, maybe, like, one, and I was like, oh, so that's, that's just Matt, okay, <laughs> so Matt's just taking on a full, uh, Slipknot direction here with this vocal style, singing-wise, I guess you could say, um, 
I will say, yeah, this does seem like a bit of a heavier album, too, in terms of the trivia of his discography. Seems like they're kind of going back to their roots, if you will, with uh, what they did on here, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with doing that at all. I mean, if, in fact, if the fans love it, might as well keep doing it. Um, yeah, and I just, I, there really isn't much else to say about it for me. Uh, don't want to sound like a broken record, but yeah, I just sat through it. I listened to it and it was fine, you know? Nothing crazy, nothing horrible. It's a very, it's a very middle of the road music corner seven out of ten for me. There's nothing else to it. It's a, gets a C plus, you know. Actually, a C. We'll just call it a C. You know, the plus seems like I'm giving an extra positive, but keep it into that middle of the road. So, yeah, there you have it, though. That's been the week. Album recommendations, though, coming your way. Uh, for me, I got one. I was listening to it today just to reminisce on it a bit. Uh, Light We Made by the band Balance and Composure, uh, which is currently their uh, final studio album. I guess they broke up. But I don't know if it's like one of those, like, we're going on a hiatus. We'll be back in, like, 10 years or some shit, which I feel like is a, the big thing, you know, for most bands. Uh, but this one is a big... Um, it, it's Well, I shouldn't say big. It's kind of a second tier uh alt rock emo shoegaze kind of thing uh that I don't always go back to but like when I do I really I really do vibe with it I mean there's a couple songs in particular that I really fucking love uh excuse me uh for a walk is one of the ones that I really love and like just like the whole layout for that song is incredible but the one i love the most and i think it's my favorite balance composure song is a uh, postcard like the chorus for that song is just it's beautiful even like the just like the low like guitar buildups and everything it's just it's beautiful it's awesome i i love that song so much that's the one that oh, like it tends to get stuck in my head at, once in a while every time like i think about like the one like any lyric of that song it's just it's addicting you know it's a great album especially if you love like they mentioned alt rock emo shoegaze post-punk it's great it's an awesome album check it out light we made what you got trent um <clears throat> this is an album that i don't really go back to uh sometimes i usually go back to one song or two songs um i don't think i've talked about this before it is a Sugar album um but i'm only saying this because i i started going to the gym this week uh, again, I had a few. I had a buddy of mine that was like, he sent me streaks from the gym. I was like, yeah, sick fight to the gym. And he goes, nobody needs an invite to the gym. I'll see you Monday. I was like, I guess I'm going to the gym on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do give him a lot of credit. He was uh, he was a a big boy when we were in middle school and high school. Uh, and I think I want to say he was probably like 300 pounds, maybe two uh, higher 200s, maybe. Oh shit! And he he slimmed up like real well and i give him a lot of credit but yeah i started going to the gym with him and i made a i made a gym playlist another one my other one was full of like just like shit that i didn't kind of listen to anymore shit that i got you know i got got old got old you know um but i added this song um i added the song Rational Gaze off the album Nothing by Mashuga. I don't think I've talked Ooh. about this album before. I think um, you talked about uh, Obzen. I don't think you ever talked about I did. Obzen. I did talk about Obzen. Um, I might have talked about uh, Nothing because I feel like I've suggested that before, but like, probably. still I can, worth I can it. Always pick, I can always pick another one. No, dude. This one, that, go for it. You're all good. Gotcha. So 
this this is a banger of an album I will talk about. I know I've talked about the Violent Sleep of Reason before, um, mm-hmm. and uh, probably Obzen as well. I feel like that um, one's an underrated album, Violent Sleep of Reason. Violent Sleep. Yeah. Honestly, I think it is because it is really fucking cool. I mean, it's 2016. It was their last album, uh, currently. Yeah. Uh, and there is the Clockworks, man. Oh, fucks me up. Still good. Um, but nothing is honestly. I think I think nothing is an underrated album as well. I think it's their best. Um, you think it's their best? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Obsen is like the the like, big commercial one for them because of Bleed. Yeah. But like nothing. I mean, just like the fucking intro to Stenga, just bam, 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 bam. I'm like, oh, dude, it gets me hyped. You fucking beat me to it. That's gonna save it. <laughs> But like Rational Gaze is the most played song off this album. It's got like it's got so many fucking plays. I I um, get it, yeah. I tell you what, in the gym, dude, when that comes on, it's like let's go. It's, it's a hype so song. Good. It's a hype. It is album. such a hype song. It is, yeah. Um, and we've talked about Mashuga before, whether it be you know on the on the prog episode or just talking about Mashuga in general. Um, you you can't go wrong. Uh, and I actually had to explain what Gent was to my parents the other day. Because <laughs> uh, we, were, I was talking about Prague, and I was like, "All right, so this is where we." And I, yeah, I had to go through a bunch of home music stuff. Um, but I played my mom "Bleed," and she was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I was like, it's good. Um, but no, nothing is a great album. It's two thousand two. Um, you know, I I highly recommend just Mashuga in general to anybody because so if you if you have an appreciation for music, you'll have an appreciation. For how they fucking play, because it's it's absolutely fucking insane, it really is. Gent is a whole fucking different realm, and I give them so much credit because it's so fucking hard to play. Um, but yeah, go check out Nothing by Mashuga or just Mashuga in general. They're fucking amazing, and I have like Thomas Take is one of my he's probably in my top ten drummers, um, because of just the shit that he went through with his leg injury and stuff. Um, you know getting nerve damage all the way through his left leg I think it was you know and having to relearn how to play drums like it's crazy but yeah go check him out for sure yeah and in the future too since they do have like a hefty discography we'll probably do a best and worst of theirs dude I would fucking love to do oh, that yeah. that would that would be an episode just there oh yeah yeah Eight eight albums nice. with the three of us. Yeah, we'll we'll just do nice. that one as well. So yeah, keep an eye on that for the future because that will be bound to happen. But uh, yeah, there you have it. That's been the week, Trent. As always, thank you for joining. Yeah. Sebastian Spirit, thank you for being on the Music Corner. <laughs> and there you have it. This has been the Music Corner of State Awaits, and we are signing off.